Welcome everyone to today's podcast of Big Book Reading Zoom class. We're going to go ahead and start off with the uh, set aside prayer, please. God, I set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about my fellow man, this program, and myself, for a fresh new delight and happiness in you, delight and happiness in my fellow man, in myself, and these 12 steps, Lord, so we can be of better service to you and our fellow man and ourselves. We ask in your name. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and start our reading today. We're going we're gonna to hit our readings right on the nose. We're going to start with page 552. Page 552, and, and uh, like I said, punch our disease right on the nose. <laughs> he said, in effect, page 552, the AA Big Book. Yes, sir. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for that person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that whether you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. It worked for me then and it has worked for me many times since and it will work for me every time I am willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask first for the willingness, but it too always comes and because it works for me, it will work for all of us. As another great man says, the only freedom a human being can ever know is doing what you ought to do because you want to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholic Anonymous and everything I need I get and what I get is barely exactly what I wanted all the time. Let's go, let's go to page 418. Back up a little bit, please. 418. 418. On the, for years, I was sure the worst thing that could happen for me. The, the, bottom, the bottom of... Oh, excuse me. You can start either 417. For years, I was sure the worst thing that could happen to me. 417. Yeah. After after Shakespeare. After Shakespeare. Yeah, the the next set, next paragraph. That could happen to a nice guy like me that would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today I find it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. This proves that I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or anyone else or anyone. So I'm better off that I don't know, don't give advice, don't figure. Uh, I don't know what's best for to just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially my own. As it actually is, before AA, I judged myself by my intentions while while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is through AA and giving me a new pair of glasses. 
been married for 35 years prior to our marriage. She was just a shy, scrawny adolescent. I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift for being easy to talk to, and a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It is true. It is if I had rather than my touch of turns everything into gold, a magnifying mind that magnifies whatever his focus is on. Over the years, I thought about Max and her good qualities grew and grew, and we married, and all these qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But then as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was a nothing, she receded a little more into nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day in AA, I was told that I had the lenses and my glasses backwards. The courage to change in serenity prayer meant not that I should change my marriage, but rather that I should change myself and learn to accept my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses, and I can again focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow. I can do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on its defects, late stars, long drunk, long cigarettes, smoke the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Uh, page 420, please. Perhaps the best thing for me is to remember that my serenity is universally proportional to my expectations and the higher my expectations of Max and other people, the lower my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rise try to move in and they too can force my serenity level down. I can have I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself how important is it really? How important is compared to my serenity and my emotional sobriety. And when I place more value on this, <clears throat> my serenity and sobriety than anything else, I can maintain it at a higher level, at least for the time being. Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit around and do nothing while waiting for him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever is in front of me and that needs to be done and leave the results up to him. However, it turns out that's God's will for me. I must keep my magnifying mind on my acceptance and off my expectations for my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. And when I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Amen. Let's turn to page 62 in the big book place. Page 62. Selfishness, selfishness, self-centeredness that we think is the root of our troubles, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-illusion, self-pity, self-seeking. We step on the toes of our fellows, and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we rarely find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later places in a position to be hurt. 
So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot. Though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must, or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us have had moral and philosophical convictions go lower, but we could not live up to them, even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce ourselves as much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. This is the how and the why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that hereafter in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal, we are his agents, he is the father, and we are his children. Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was the keystone of the new triumphant arch through which we pass through freedom. Uh, when we sincerely took a look at uh, such a position, uh, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer, being all-powerful, he provided what we needed to keep close to him and perform his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves and our little plans and designs. More and more, we became more interested in seeing what we could contribute to life, as well as we felt the power, new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, <coughs> as we discovered we could face life successfully. We became conscious of his presence. We began to lose uh, our fear of today, tomorrow, the day after. Uh, we were reborn. We were. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, let me. <laughs> uh, we were down on step three. Many of us said to our maker, as we understand him, God, I offer myself to thee. Go with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, and that I better do what I will. Take away my difficulties, that Victor over them, and may uh, may bear witness to those who I could help. I would help uh, of thy power, thy love, thy way of life. Taking this step, uh, making sure that we're ready, that we could abandon ourselves utterly to Him. Amen. Let's turn to page 76, and we're, we're ready. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that he should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you not remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. Let's go ahead and turn to page 85, please. 85. 35? 85. 85. 85? Yeah. The, uh, 85? Yeah, rest on, a, rest on Laurel. <laughs> it is easy to let up the spiritual program of action. And rest on our... Yeah, go ahead. It's easy to let up on a spiritual program that...
Once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink, except in a few rare cases. Neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. D.N., beautiful, beautiful, wonderful words of life. Let's go ahead and pray out with the, uh, with the serenity prayer, please. God. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. Have a good day. Well, thank you, everyone, for coming to today's reading of the big book of Alcoholic Anonymous for Wednesday, January 11th. Let's go ahead and pray with the set-aside prayer, please. God, I set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about my fellow man, myself, and this program. For a fresh new idea and revelation in you, Father, and in my fellow man, in myself, and these 12 steps for your service and for your work, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to start off with page 416 this time. We're going to do 416. We'll read that and then we'll pick and choose the rest of the stuff, please. Uh, it helped me. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that the alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue. That I've been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I have not been aware of the compulsion at that time. And that sobriety is, was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of familiar, in the security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and pills, not working the program very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it, and it is all right with me. Now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink. Pass. Acceptance is the answer to all my problems today, but I am disturbed about I'm sure it is is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation being some fact of my life unacceptable living. And I can find no serenity until I accept my that person, place, thing, or situation as being 
exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need not to concentrate so much on my on my knees and so how uh, not so much on what needs to be changed in me and my you know, in the world uh, as on what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. Shakespeare said all the world is staged and all the men and women are really players. You forgot to mention I was a chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation, and I was always glad to point it out because I knew he wanted perfection. Just as, as I did. AA and acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us. And we're all children of God and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. I'm saying I know better than God. For years, I was sure that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I turn—I think it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's wrong, what's good for me, and I don't know what's good for you or for me either. That I know what's good—I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I'm better off if I don't give advice. Don't figure I know best. And just accept life on life terms as it is today. Especially my own life as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intention while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is though AA has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years. Prior to our marriage, when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent, I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift of being easy to talk to, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was if I had rather a Midas touch which turned everything to gold. A magnifying mind that magnified whatever it focused on. Over the years, as I thought about Max, her good qualities grew and grew. And we married. And all these qualities became more and more apparent to me. And we were happier and happier. But then as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of seeing what I could see good about my wife, I began to see her defects. The more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was a nothing, she receded a little more into nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day in AA, I was told that I had my lenses and my glasses backwards. Courage to change in the serenity experiment, not that I should change my marriage, but I should change, rather than I should, should change myself and learn to accept my, my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses. I can then again focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, grow. I can do the same thing with AA me. The more I focus on my mind on what its defects of late stars, long drunken loud cigarettes, smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. The more I try to see what I could add to me rather than what I could get out of me. <sighs> then I, I focus on my mind on what is good about it rather than what's wrong with it. <clears throat> the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's well, when I focus on what's good today, 
I have a good day. When I when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. When I focus on a problem, the problem increases. When I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Amen. Turn to page four twenty, please. What? Which one? Four twenty. Uh huh. Perhaps, perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectation, but then my rights try to move in, and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than anything else, I can maintain them for a high, higher level, at least for the time being. Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit and do nothing while waiting for Him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever is in front of me to be done, and I leave the results up to Him, however it turns out. That's God's will for me. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my acceptance and off my expectations for my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Let's please turn to page 552, 552. 552. Mm-hmm. He said, in fact, if you have resentment, you want to be free of. If you pray that person that you have present, you will be free. If you will ask them first for everything that you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even though you really don't mean it, but we want it for them. And your prayers are only words, and you don't mean it. Go ahead, do it anyways. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find that you will come to be it and want it for them. And you will realize where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred. You will now feel compassion, understanding, and love. It worked for me then, it worked for me many times since then. <clears throat> and it will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask for the first for the willingness. But it always too comes, and because it works for me, it will work for all of us. And another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what he has to do because he wants to do it. This great experience has released me from the bondage of, of hatred and replaced it with love. It's really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need from my mom, and everything I get I need, and when I get what I need, is variably what I find as was it was just what I wanted all the time. Amen. Let's go ahead and go to page 100 and page 83. I'll, I'll read 100. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands, we're better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstance. Page 83, please. I'll go ahead and read. We will be before we're halfway through. 
We're going to do a new freedom, a new happiness. We'll never forget the past and shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will see how far our experiences can benefit others, and the feeling of unusefulness and self-pity will disappear. We will we will lose interest in our selfish things and gain interest in our foes. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude toward outlay and outlook toward on the life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. It will intuitively know how to handle situations that used to baffle us. <clears throat> we will suddenly realize God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. not. They will always be fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but they will always materialize if we work for them. Work, 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 work. Let's go ahead and page 85, please. 85. It is easy to lit up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a soda full. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly as we can exercise our willpower along this line. It is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have careful to follow directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense but we must go further, and that means more action. Page 43, please. Most of the alcohol at certain times has no effect on its mental defense against restraint, except for a few other cases, Dino or any other human being can, can provide such a defense. This defense must come from a higher power. Dean, beautiful, beautiful words of life. Let's go ahead and finish off with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, everyone. God bless you. Take care. Take care, Rick. Thank you for coming on today's podcast, Alcoholic Anonymous. My name is Fernando. I am an alcoholic in recovery. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the set-aside prayer. God, I set aside everything I think I know about you. Everything I think I know about myself and my fellow man in this program for a fresh new revelation in you, my fellow man, this program, so I can be of better service, so we can be of better service to you. In your name we pray. Amen. And with that, we're going to start reading from AA Big Book, page 100, and Rick will hit us off, please. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. 
we look back and we realize that there are things that came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were much better than anything we could have planned. All the decades of a higher power, and you will presently live in a new, wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. Okay, now let's go to page uh, 84. Promises, please. 84. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> we were thinking about this phrase in our development. We'll be amazed before we're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not forget the past or shut the door on We will comprehend the word serenity. <clears throat> and we will know peace, no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will now, we will see how our experience can benefit others, and the feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in our selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking and <clears throat> will slip away. <clears throat> our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations with use of Babylon. We'll suddenly realize God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Are these private promises? We think not. They're being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. We will always materialize if we work for them. Work, 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 work. Okay, now we turn to page 85, please. 85. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do. For alcohol is a subtle form. We are not cured of alcoholism, but we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I serve thee? Thy will be done, not mine be done. These are thoughts that must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from Him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. We have begun this vital sixth step, but we must go further, and that means more actions. Page 43, please. Once more. 43? 43, Uh uh-huh. Once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effect on his mental defense against his first strength, except for fewer cases needed or any other human being by such a defense. This defense must come from a higher power. Dean, thank you. Thank you, Rick, very much. Short and sweet. Let's go ahead and finish up with the Lord's Prayer. We'll get, go, get our weekend going. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. Take care. All right. Have a good right. day. All right. Will do, brother.